Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Danny Watson, a mindset and manifestation expert and founder of The Click, a company that helps women overcome their fears and limiting beliefs to create a life and business that they love. Within this podcast, I will help you get clear on what you want, identify the blocks that are holding you back, transform your mindset and raise your vibration so that you can co-create magic with the universe. If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifest more success and abundance, then you are in the right place. Hello ladies, good morning, and I hope you've all had a wonderful week. I certainly have. I am out here in Mallorca. Um, for any of you who caught the last episode of the podcast, I explained that myself, and my family, we're here. Well, we're actually here until the end of August um, because we are currently in the process of looking for a new home to buy. The plan being that we will ultimately um, move here. Um, so it's really nice to just be in the sunshine every day, to be by the beach. Um, so I am definitely feeling very, very aligned at the moment. For me, I definitely feel my most high vibe self when it's sunny, when I'm you know, by the beach and I can be out in nature, in the sea, swimming in the sea is perhaps one of my favorite things of all time to do. So yes, I'm definitely having a wonderful time out here. Let's dive into this episode though, because I want to talk all about chakras. So chakra work then, it's actually something that we teach our students within the Click Academy. Um, So as they're training to become a coach, we teach them how to use chakra healing work in the work that they do with their clients. Um, Not everybody chooses to incorporate this into their coaching. For some people, it doesn't necessarily align with them. They don't necessarily get chakra work or feel like it resonates with them. But a lot of our students do. And I thought there'll be a lot of you watching or listening rather to this episode that are thinking, okay, I'd like to learn more about chakras. I've heard about them. You know, I want to start, you know, dabbling with energy work myself, perhaps incorporating it into the work that I do with my clients. So I thought I'd use this episode to explain a little bit more about chakras, um, you know, which are the different chakras, how to tell if a chakra is blocked and what you can actually do to heal those blockages within your chakras. And I want to start just by explaining how chakra work ties in with the whole concept of manifestation and living your best life because really that's what this podcast is all about. It's really about how to manifest the life of your dreams and co-create magic with the universe. So where does chakra work fit into that sort of topic? And for me, it's really when it comes to energy work. So you've you've heard me speak before. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, you'll have heard me speak about the importance of our energy in terms of manifestation. So we are a magnet to the things that energetically we are a match to. Okay, so we all have this vibrational frequency. This is our energy level. Okay, we can either be vibrating at a high frequency or we can be vibrating at a low frequency. And how we vibrate tends to dictate what shows up in our life. So when we are vibrating at a high frequency, we tend to be a magnet to more positive things, okay? And I've seen this play out in my own life time and time again, which just reiterates to me the importance of energy work. And chakra work falls into this body of work. It's really about shifting an energy. Um, You're shifting your energetic frequency 
and really actually looking to see where you're holding on to perhaps negative energy, trapped energy, energy blockages. Um, so when we think of chakras, we want to think of chakras as different energy centers throughout your body, okay? And for you to be vibrating at your most highest possible version of you, we want to make sure that those energy centers within your body are aligned, okay? That they are not experiencing any kind of blockages or blocks of negative energy, which could be causing you to perhaps repel the things you want to call into your life. I like to think of kind of explaining energy work, almost like imagining, let's say you imagine your energy in its purest possible form, okay? So your purest possible form is where you are a magnet to everything that is amazing, okay? And you are this sort of bright, shining white light, this bright, shining white ball of energy, okay? That is your energy field in its purest form. Now, often when we hold on to negative energy, we store that in one of our chakra centers, I almost sort of see this as sort of black smudges on this white ball of energy, sort of these dark black smudges. That's kind of the negative energy, okay? When we think of attracting our desires, you want to think of positive experiences or positive people, positive things being drawn to that white light, okay? So that's kind of how they come into your existence. They get drawn into your energy field when your energy is, is at its purest form. Then you want to think of those black smudges as almost like shields to your desires, almost as like these um, sort of barriers that repel your desires away from you. They repel your desires, but at the same time, they can be magnets to unwanted experiences. So maybe it's sort of negative things showing up into your life, okay? And we want to kind of get our energy to be sort of its its purest possible state, if you will. Um, and so this is where actually sort of releasing that negative energy, releasing those blockages so that you can kind of get back to your um, your energy level in its purest possible form, that for me is what energy energy healing and energy clearing is really all about. So let me just sort of explain then the, the, the work around chakras and what, what they actually are. So chakras is a Sanskrit word that translates as wheel. So chakras are these energy centers within our body that govern the distribution and flow of energy through our system. Now, this word flow, I want to just talk about this because maybe you've experienced this before. Maybe you're completely new to energy work, but you've experienced the feeling of flow before. I want to just describe what flow kind of feels like for me so you can maybe see if you've perhaps felt it. It almost just feels like when they say, you know, you're going with the flow, you're in the flow and just everything just feels like it's working out for you. Like you feel amazing, you feel light, you feel joyful. Everything just seems to be working out in your favor. It's just things like things feel like they're just going from good to better. Okay, and you're just in this really positive, high vibe place. Things just feel easy. Life just feels easy, okay? That is, for me, that is a flow state. And I've experienced it so many times in my life. Not all the time. You know, I'm not currently living in a flow state, but I've definitely... I definitely figured out a way to tap into that state on demand, okay? So this flow state, um, for me, that's when, um, well, going back to sort of chakra work, 
that is when your chakras are fully aligned. That's when you can access this flow state. So in the same way that pipes become come blocked, so let's say you've got like a U-bend in a pipe and things can kind of clog up that pipe, energy can also become blocked at the chakra points as well, okay? So this is what I was saying about these blockages. It's kind of shows up as sort of this this blockage of negative energy. And basically what we're doing through chakra work is we're clearing out these blockages. And when blockages occur, we can experience disharmony and we become out of alignment. And this can manifest itself in a number of different ways. It could be illness, tiredness, feeling disconnected to others, feeling disconnected to yourself, to your desires. Um, it mean, may mean manifesting some unwanted things, weight gain, sadness, anger, frustration, lacking clarity on your purpose. You know, so it often means that these blockages are often linked to something negative, something unwanted. And this is why we want to clear out these blockages. So there are seven main chakras and the main chakras, they start from the base of your spine and they work their way all the way up. So the root chakra is located just below the tailbone and this relates to our connection with the physical and material aspects of life. So think, you know, things like grounding, home, work, your body. Then we have the sacral chakra. This is located around the sacrum, um, you know, the tailbone, and is our emotional center. So this is really kind of related to your likes, your dislikes, your desires, your attachments. We then got the solar plexus chakra, which is located in the spine behind the navel. And this is our fire center. So when we think of this chakra, we think about willpower, determination, self-esteem, confidence. And then we have the heart chakra. So this is, you know, located where your heart would be. So it's in the spine behind the heart center. And this is all about relationships with others. So unconditional love, compassion. And then we have the throat chakra. So no surprising there. It's located in the pit of the throat. And this relates to all aspects of communication. So listening and speaking. And then we have the third eye chakra. So this sits... Um, at the very top of the spine and is our center of intuition, okay? So you've perhaps seen where your third eye is. It's kind of between your actual eyes. It's between your sort of your eyebrows. Um, so this is our center for intuition, so inner wisdom. And then the seventh chakra is the crown chakra. And this sits just above the head and it has an energetic effect on our entire system as well as our connection to the universe, okay? So when our crown chakra, when that's out of balance or blocked, it often can signal a disconnect with the universe. So let's, let's just go into though, the the, when you're experiencing a blockage, within one of your chakras. How can you tell which chakra is actually blocked? And I wanna just give you a bit of a guide of things that you may experience that signal a blockage within a specific chakra. So let's start at the beginning then. Let's start with the root chakra. What are the things that signal that the root chakra could be blocked? So this might show up as a lack of focus, restlessness, um, it could also link with codependency, so feeling sort of overly dependent on somebody else, that feeling of abandonment. Um, physical things that could signal a root chakra blockage, sciatica, hypertension, um, 
depression and anxiety are often linked with a blockage in the root chakra, fearfulness, guilt, resentment. So they're just some of the things to kind of pay attention to. And then we have the sacral chakra. Um, on the physical side of things, constipation, back pain, um, perhaps urinary and kidney infections. Um, abnormal menstrual cycles as well can often be linked with a blockage within the sacral chakra. Um, and again, feelings of depression, low self-esteem, insecurity, detachment, jealousy, fear, some of the signs that perhaps the sacral chakra is blocked. And then moving into the solar plexus chakra, low self-esteem, the inability to set or maintain boundaries. So this is a real big one actually for the solar plexus chakra. Do you struggle to set proper boundaries for yourself? Okay. Um, again, codependency. So you can see there's actually the, the difficulty with chakra work um, is that there's often a, uh, an overlap between signs of a blockage. So the sign of a blockage can actually relate to more than one chakra, okay? Which is why you kind of want to really sort of go deep and to figure out, okay, what are the other signs and symptoms that I'm struggling with the moment? And which, which chakra do, do I feel that this closely, most closely relates to? Okay. Um, addiction. Again, we're back on the solar plexus chakra again. Addiction. Um, poor digestion as well um, is a, often a physical symptom of a solar plexus blockage. Um, asthma or other respiratory problems, arthritis, organ problems, especially in the liver and kidneys, um, nerve pain, difficulty gaining or even difficulty losing weight. Um, and then we've got the heart chakra. So loneliness, shyness, social anxiety, being overly critical towards yourself and towards others, holding grudges, the inability to give or receive freely, okay? Especially sort of in relationships. It's a bit inability to receive love, perhaps. Remember, the heart chakra is all about relationships, you know, unconditional love, compassion, um, suspicion and fear, especially in friendships and romantic relationships. And then the throat chakra, physical symptoms could be, you know, chronic sore throat, actually kind of experience the, the pain within the throat, frequent headaches, dental issues, mouth ulcers, um, hoarseness, you know, in your, you know, a, a hoarse kind of throat. Um, even kind of going further than just sore throat, things like laryngitis, so actually sort of viruses of the throat, neck pain. Remember that the throat chakra is all about communication. So a blockage in the th throat chakra often links with our inability to communicate. So it's perhaps a fear of speaking, a fear of speaking your truth, perhaps the inability to kind of express yourself eloquently, inability to express what you're thinking, shyness, perhaps an inconsistency between your speech and your actions, social anxiety, creativity may be inhibited. So these are just some of the things to be aware of when it comes to the throat chakra. Um, then we've got the third eye chakra. So physical symptoms of a blockage could be migraines, so quite persistent migraines, maybe sinusitis, poor vision as well. Now remember that your third eye ch chakra is 
connected to our intuition, okay? So this is your inner voice, your inner knowing. So if you're feeling disconnected to your intuition, you're struggling to perhaps trust yourself, you're feeling very confused about your life purpose, you're feeling you know, confused about what decision to make, again, this can be a sign that your third eye chakra is blocked. And then we have the crown chakra, which can often show up, a blockage can show up as isolation and loneliness, the inability to connect with others, lack of direction, the inability to set or maintain goals, and feeling disconnected spiritually. So our crown chakra very much symbolizes our connection to you know, the higher powers, the universe. So if you're feeling disconnected spiritually, if you're feeling like you are perhaps lacking trust in the universe, you're starting to question whether the universe is supporting you, perhaps maybe you're struggling to, you know, take support or take guidance or, you know, listen to the guidance of the universe, even hear the guidance of the universe. Um, This can symbolize a blockage within your crown chakra. In terms of physical symptoms, headaches again, migraines, um, insomnia, struggling to sleep at night, um, neurological disorders, these are all physical symptoms of a crown chakra blockage. So that's just a very sort of basic overview of different symptoms that can show up depending on which chakra is blocked. So the first step in chakra work is, first of all, identifying, okay, which of my chakras is experiencing a, you know, a blockage. And there's definitely energy healing work, which will focus on healing and, you know, unblocking all of the chakras all in one go. But it's far more effective to be able to really hone in on the specific chakra that is experiencing the blockage and really kind of focusing on healing that specific chakra. But The next step then is to actually go through and and heal that chakra, release the blockage so that you can get back into alignment and get back into, you know, manifesting the life of your dreams, which happens when you are in complete alignment. So how do we go about this work then? Well, one thing I specifically love is guided meditations that specifically focus on healing that blockage within that particular chakra. So a guided meditation might be designed specifically for or healing a blockage in the heart chakra or healing a blockage in the third eye chakra, okay? And so as you are getting into that very relaxed meditative state, often the meditation will get you to focus on that particular chakra and it will use things like guided imagery, visualizations to help you really focus and center on that chakra, which will help you then shift the energy within that particular chakra. Some of my favorite meditations for the chakras often involve sort of breathing into the chakra. So imagining sort of your breath being very much directed to the specific chakra that needs some blocking. Also the use of color as well within, you know, visualization as you meditate. So I often see white as being a very much a cleansing color. So any sort of meditation where I vision my body being flooded with white light is a way for me to really cleanse out any negative energy that may be resting within one of the chakras. But in terms of color, each chakra actually has its own color. So the root chakra is red, the sacral chakra is orange, the solar plexus chakra is yellow, the heart chakra is green, the throat chakra is blue, the third eye chakra is indigo, 
and the crown chakra is purple. So when it comes to releasing a blockage using meditation, I find that what has been really powerful for me has been to actually visualize the specific color of that chakra and see that, sh that color getting more vivid, brighter, really kind of glowing within my body to kind of really visualize that chakra in its most powerful, purest state. Okay, so guided meditation then can be really a, a really powerful tool for healing, um, healing blockages and cleansing your chakras. Then we have the use of mudras. So you, mudras are often used in the practice of yoga um, and they are a powerful tool for self-care and for empowerment. A mudra is, is essentially a sacred and symbolic gesture. Okay, so often what, what we're talking about here is a specific hand gesture. So if any of you practice yoga, you've, you probably already know what mudras are and you've probably come across them before within your, your yoga practice, but they can also be used to help with blockages in the chakras. And in fact, I'm gonna actually come to yoga as well in a second because certain yoga poses as well can also be used to help heal blockages within the chakras. Let me give you an example then of a mudra um, so you can kind of get an idea of, of what they are like and how they can be used. So let's say you had a blockage within your heart chakra and you were going to use a mudra to unblock um, the heart chakra. To do this, you could take a seat perhaps on your yoga mat or, you know, a cushion or whatever. And then you would bring together the thumb and the ring finger. So the thumb and your ring finger of the left hand, and then the thumb and the middle finger of the right hand. And then you would place the hands, palms up on your knees. Okay. And then in that position, you then take a deep breath through your nose and repeat the mantra yam several times as you exhale. Okay, so mantras as well often are things that can be incorporated with mudras. Um, so again, you might have used chanting during your yoga practice. So a lot of time, well, a lot of people will be more most familiar with, um, you know, using that mantra um, perhaps at the end of a yoga practice. But here we're going to chant the sound yum. Okay, so concentrate on the heart chakra, again with your hands in this position and chant the sound yam. And as you chant the mantra, your mind will begin to calm, you'll perhaps feel yourself becoming very, very present. And a little tip here is thoughts come to you, which they will, just simply acknowledge your thoughts, you know, set them aside, return your attention to the mantra. And the idea is that you're going to repeat this sequence, you know, around seven times. And as you're doing this, as you're repeating, you know, the position, you're sat in the position, you're repeating the chant, the, 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 you're chanting the sound yam. And as you're doing this, you're mentally, mentally focusing on your heart chakra. And again, you can incorporate color here. So as you're focusing, focusing on that heart chakra, imagine that heart chakra, the green color connected with the heart chakra. Imagine that shining really bright, getting brighter and brighter and brighter. So mudras then, but let's move on to something else, which is kind of connected with mudras, is yoga poses themselves. So again, if you are, you know, if you're already familiar with yoga, you may be aware of some of these poses. What you might may not be aware of, though, is the fact that these poses can help with blockages within your chakras. So let's say you have a root chakra that is blocked. The yoga pose here to use would be the crow. 
So the crow is one of the more challenging poses, I will say, from yoga, um, where you basically you kind of get into like the squat position. So kind of crouch down to the floor and with your kind of your feet turned outwards and you will have your, place your hands on the floor in between your feet and kind of keeping your spine straight. What you're going to do is you essentially kind of balance your weight onto your hands. So your feet end up actually coming off the ground where your weight is kind of balanced on your hands and your feet are kind of scrunched up (laughs) either side of you. Um, I'm sure you can find plenty of examples of the crow pose if you aren't familiar with it on, you know, YouTube or something. But I just wanted to kind of give you an example of the types of poses and, and, you know, the, the idea that they can be connected to a specific chakra and can really help unblock a specific chakra. So, the crow pose, for example, would be connected with the root chakra. Um, when you're in this pose, you know, it's not just a case of coming in it, in it and out of it, but you're getting into this pose and you're, you're staying with the pose for, you know, a few moments, ideally around sort of seven inha- inhales and exhales. And again, as you're breathing, as you're with this pose, you can again imagine the colour. So kind of using not just the pose itself, but, you know, using the mind to sort of visualise the colour within that specific chakra. So imagine the colour of the root chakra getting brighter and brighter. So perhaps seeing, you know, a ball of red, bright, bright red, kind of lighting up in the area that your, your root chakra is. So we've talked about meditation, we've spoken about mudras, we've spoken about yoga poses. There's also kind of practical things that you can do for each chakra blockage. Um, I spoke about color, I've spoken about colors a few times during this episode, but kind of using the color, so the, the specific color associated with that chakra, incorporating it into your life more. So coming back to the root chakra, the root chakra, you know, associated with the color red, wearing red clothes, bringing color, the red color into your home. So maybe it's red flowers, eating red foods. So red peppers, red apples, um, red wine, perhaps. Um, You know, so taking the specific color that is associated with that chakra and incorporating it into your life more can actually help that chakra to heal and rebalance itself. So hopefully this episode today has given you a bit of an introduction to chakras if you weren't familiar with them previously and some practical tips to help you balance and realign your chakras should you notice that one of your chakras is out of balance. Um, So um, as always, it was a pleasure recording this episode for you. As a reminder, if you haven't yet signed up to our free Become a Coach course, I would highly recommend if you are thinking about embarking on a journey to becoming a coach, you check out that course first. It is completely free. It is packed full of value and wisdom for taking your first steps as a coach. And you can sign up for it at wearetheclick.com forward slash free course. Okay, so that's wearetheclick.com forward slash free course. And as always, if you do have any specific recommendations for this podcast, things that you would like me to cover, things that you would like me to talk more about, then please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. Um, My handle is danny underscore watson underscore coaching. Um, Okay, ladies, with that, I will let you go and enjoy the rest of your Monday, the rest of your week. I very much look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.
Bye, ladies. If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact, our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to weartheclick.com and click free course in the menu. Thank you.